Welcome to Comically Inclined! I am Danny Stewart, Editor-in-Chief of ComicallyInclined.com. And I am Blake Hickman, the Digital Media Director. I'm Jared, I'm the show producer. Show, <laughs> show producer. And I am Brittany Shelton, everybody calls me Shelton, and I am your social media lady. Yeah, well, welcome to Comically Inclined Live, everybody. Uh, and hello to our YouTube crowd. Uh, what's up, Mike? Uh, and it is, uh, is it daddy time? It's always daddy time. Okay, fantastic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so we've got a couple of things to talk about today. Uh, we got the, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, which we're going to watch that here in just a minute. Uh, looks good. Uh, spoilers. It, I'm excited about it. Uh, we did go see the Batman on Friday. Um, I liked it. Loved it. I actually went back a second time because the first time I slept through 80% of it. Not because of the movie, but because I work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> what a fun excuse. We'll talk about yeah. it later. Yeah, yeah he, was, uh, he was passed out pretty early in the movie. Katrina missed like a half hour of it while we were sitting there. I literally fell asleep and leaned over on a stranger. <laughs> yeah, who was that guy on the other side of you? We had all the no, tickets I, in that I, row, but that I don't know. That was, that was some random guy, and he let me lay my head on his shoulder for 30 minutes. Nice. Yeah. I have so many, so many questions. What now. a nice man! Yeah, yeah, what a very kind gentleman. You um, got good dimples, though. I'd let you lay on well, me. I, I, his shoulders were kind of bony, but my cheeks are kind of fluffy, so it worked out. <laughs> Hi, Ben. <laughs> also, our uh, human relations specialist Ben is in the uh, chat. Say hi to everyone, Ben. Oh, you already did. Hi, ben. fantastic. Look at him. He's an overachiever, if ever there was one. He's my favorite. <laughs> Damn. Also, for our top five tonight, we're going to be doing um, top five one-liners from any uh, pop culture. And then we have a very special Are You Done, where Brittany and I are going to be arguing Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop, uh, and I've got Vash the Stampede from Trigun. Special. Now, if you're a fan of anime at all, you probably already know how that argument's going to go. Um, but uh, then, uh, very special for that particular segment, Jared's going to be moderating it this time. Both because I'm bringing back honor uh, to the moderator <laughs> position and also because I don't know anything about anime. Mostly Jared, because of anime. Jared yeah. knows nothing about honor or anime. Uh, I saw him draw a sword on someone once. So yeah. He's a very honorable person. Uh, it's very true. <laughs> we never got invited back to that job. Yeah, no. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so Batman. So before, yes, well, the Batman. Yeah, we got to uh, talk about this. This is important. So what, yeah. what were your thoughts, Danny? I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought that some of the most, the weirdest fitting moments for me watching it were the, uh, some of the cooler things that Batman did. Uh, the final fight scene whenever he was kind of up against a bunch. Oh, spoilers. Note, spoilers. Spoilers for the Batman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> spoilers. You, you don't it, have like a... Tune out for like five minutes. Um Hi. Uh, ben says it's the best Batman movie ever. Uh, I I don't know uh, if I would listen, say that. Well, it's listen, the best Catwoman movie listen, ever. Listen, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk about it, but not give our weird reactions to it when every time somebody says something, and then we can you know hash out what it is because it is good enough to where we need to give our honest opinions about it. Like it right. is, it so, is, it is a good movie. Yeah. Can I Go quote ahead. you on saying Batman's a good movie? I 
was on record as saying it was going to be the best Batman movie ever and Robert Pattinson would be the best Batman. Whereas I'm not definitively saying that it is true. I need to watch it again because the more I think about it, the more I actually enjoyed the movie than when I initially watched it the first time. So we'll, we'll, we'll have our chance. It's coming to Dis, uh, to HBO Max on, was it March 19th? Yeah. Oh, that's yes. very soon. Oh, wow. so, yeah. It, nice. But the big thing about this was, this was not, this was not Batflick. This was not Christian Bale, Batman. It was not, any any other Batman. This was a completely new style Batman. This was, uh, you know, a more uh, stripped down version. He he wasn't the all encompassing, confident Batman that could walk in. Like he was taken. It's baby it's, Bat. Yeah, like you know, like it was based off a of year two Batman. Mm-hmm. It's a very humane Batman. Really? I don't know about humane. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. in the Batman costume. He wasn't yeah. super humane. Well, no, no, no I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, he's not over here like fighting Superman and stuff. He's over here just it's being a, a very bad human. detective. It's down uh, to earth. It's no supernatural yeah. elements to it. Right. I wouldn't say it was the best Batman movie I've no. ever seen, but I will say that Zoe Kravitz is the best Catwoman, Catwoman to have appeared oh, on screen. Yes. Dude, two you days. Yes. just said Zoe Kravitz is the best, and that's all you had yeah, to say. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> you, she made me have thoughts. Yeah, that's the best Catwoman Me I have too. seen. Yep. Uh, totally Pfeiffer, knocking, yeah, totally knocking Halle Berry out of the top spot. Well, I never yes, knew, I Halle Berry Catwoman. That is the best fucking <laughs> movie. I don't care who <laughs> argues with me; it's the best movie ever. Listen. Wow, are you, you're being sarcastic, right? No, <laughs> dear it, God, well, I really didn't think Halle Berry was not even on the list. Anyway. She was not. I uh, think. I think. Not at all. And Hathaway to me was embodied Catwoman I a little love... bit more than Zoe Kravitz, but no. I think. Anne Hathaway's a special woman. She's but, a what, special Jared? woman. I'm going to wait till they're done so I can finish my thought. You know, Go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm embracing your You thoughts. know, this podcast used to be about people saying their thoughts and you not immediately disagreeing with them until they were finished. Ooh. Yeah, it's before I was here. But, you know. Well, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> I, I, I think Zoe Kravitz was a great Catwoman. She was a great Catwoman in that movie. I think and Hathaway embodied Catwoman from the comics a little bit more for me personally, but mm-hmm. there's not a negative on either of them. Zoe Kravitz was fantastic. Robert Pattinson was fantastic in this movie. Like it was, there was not any point where I was like, eh, like this is stupid. Like it was just a very long movie. Three hours is a long time to sit and watch anything. Yeah. Well, I know I, I agree with you. you. I think, I think Zoe Kravitz was a very good Catwoman because of her grit. I mean, like her grit and, and I mean, with yeah. her being Falcone's daughter and stuff. Like I, I, I I thought overall like I think that she really brought the character to light very well. But where I where I agree with you on Anne Hathaway is she was more of a cat burglar, more smooth cat burglar style, style cat woman. And, she was a polished cat woman, right. like you know, in the way that neither Zoe Kravitz nor Robert Pattinson were a polished version of right. themselves. So that's sure. because at the same time, when you have a baby bat, you have a baby cat. Yeah, like that was before she really started doing full got going full Catwoman. Yeah. Um, she was mostly just there protecting her friend. She probably did some little stuff on the side, but she was still probably year one, year two Catwoman. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, you even got that with Penguin. Penguin was not his its eccentric self, right. but we saw glimpses of that with the Riddler. And because I feel like this was the first experience in this universe for Batman where he experienced a villain that was not, hey, hey, I'm going to go out and mug somebody or we murdered somebody, we robbed a bank. This was somebody that was doing stuff psychologically on a whole different level so this was like christian bale's version of the you know the joker like you were seeing a new form of crime for the first time and then at the very end spoilers five four three two one we got to see the joker um and what was that was that arkham prison okay uh and i mean and that's gonna open up the world so it 
I think that leans a little bit to why we got a a less, you know, it wasn't he wasn't the heavy hitter that we saw Batflick. Like he did take a lot of hits. He was getting punched. Oh yeah. Uh, I did think his armor was a little bit. Uh, and I apologize for saying this, but it was a little plot armory. <laughs> he got shot a lot. And well, yeah. And he was scared of heights, kind of. You know, and yeah, the whole yeah. diving off. Like I'm not gonna lie. I like. I, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the humane. I'm not really trained yet. I actually enjoy. I think what you're meaning is human. Yeah, not humane. Yeah, not humane. Like Those humane are two different things. Yeah, I guess it is. In that, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and where, whereas yeah. I don't want a human superhero to have these weird powers. Because a lot of times you'd see an animated, like, Batman takes a hit from, you know, like a Wonder Woman level, like, power person. And he gets, you know, hits it into, like, a wall and then he shakes it off. And you're like, you you would be mush, man. Like, there's nothing you could do to, to change that. But, like, this one, like, he was bruised. He got hurt. Right. You know, he wasn't, uh you know, OP for anything. But I think, I think the big thing for me was when I saw the trailer, there was a lot more almost all the action was in the trailer sure and what we got in the movie were all the other things and it was world building it was detective batman it was a lot of his relationship with gordon but it was it did drag on a lot i, I will say like i didn't hate it mm-hmm. like it doesn't it wouldn't make a top you know top five or, or top well, ten or anything like that but i i will say this it set enough foundation that i am excited to see what other uh products or the productions that they make to follow it the spinoffs, the movies, uh, I, I think they're setting something decent. So go ahead, uh, ten seconds, your final verdict. What do you think about the movie? I enjoyed it. Yep, I did. Jared, yeah, go watch it. It is one hundred percent worth a watch. Uh, it is a very well made movie, and I'd watch it. I'd watch it again one hundred percent. Shelton, uh, probably my number two live action Batman. Yeah, uh, it's. I I haven't decided where it falls in the hierarchy of Batman movies for me. I think I'd put it above the Nolan trilogy, um, just because entirely. I don't know about Dark Knight, but the trilogy altogether, because Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises are not Batman movies, but Dark Knight is. Um, wow! So that's I, a, that's a that's whole, a whole different debate for a different I, would, I don't disagree. I don't, I don't disagree. I, will, I would be a hundred percent into that conversation. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We could do a um, Patreon content for that. Yeah, we definitely could. Uh, but anyway, I think it falls definitely above uh, Batman vs. Superman for me. I don't know if it beats out uh, Batman 89, uh, Keaton's Batman. Um, but That's a whole vibe itself right there you can't beat. Yeah. That's a different vibe. That's one of the things that I appreciate about this movie is that it does something that you don't really see unless you go back to like the 90s animated Batman. That's, is what this movie does. That's some good news. Blake, do you also have some other news for us? I have some amazing news right here. Okay. Rumor mill. Let's bring it. <laughs> I am rock hard right now. That was a great transition. terrible disease. <laughs> Can people still hear me? All right. This week on Rumor Mill. So this has been heavily rumored. It's been a repeat rumor. It's not confirmed, but I kind of want to see this. In a bittersweet way. So Deadpool is reported to come in Doctor Strange 2 after credit scenes. He walks into the Illuminati's chambers after Professor X, different ones, have been murdered. They're laying there dead in chambers. Him, Domino, and Cable. And they just start kind of making jokes and and pointing and poking fun there at the dead Illuminati members laying there in the chambers as they're literally coming, as they're doing the time travel thing. 
So it's a little, it's a little uh, too, I feel like, lighthearted for such a serious movie. Well, I don't know. I feel but, like that's perfect for Deadpool. But I cannot say I would not laugh at it because I love some dark humor. <laughs> I, I can't even discount it because we know going into No Way Home that every post-credit thing that was rumored happened. Yeah. So now it's like, shit, do we trust this? Do we not? Is this actually going to happen? Is right. Fox going to – or is – is Disney going to go for it? Are they going to do some really funny Deadpool shit right. at the end of What's well, so interesting? Madness? It's so interesting because it is specifically dead members of the Illuminati. So is does something happen? Because you're saying this is a the Deadpool movie, right? No, Doctor Strange two oh, after so credit is, scenes. Oh, so after the is, Illuminati done fought Wanda, yeah, apparently is, she's killing them. If this is true, then if some true, of yeah. the some uh, Universal uh, members of the Illuminati are going to be dead, right? So I mean, you could I mean you could have Professor X, you could have Black Bolt, you could have Mister Fantastic, but I mean the great thing about this is is I would assume with this is these are not going to be our main and versions it, of the characters. They're yeah. going to be uh, multiversal Illuminati, it, and then we're going to get a new Illuminati at some point because uh, it is a great storyline that they're going to pursue. Only thing about this that makes me sad is I mean it's really getting heavier and heavier about uh, Krasinski. Playing uh, oh, John Krasinski, yeah, playing Mister Fantastic in this Illuminati. And if that's the case, and he gets killed, we just get a one and done. That's not going to be our normal Mister Fantastic. Listen, and, and of all people, I that's would, the Mister Fantastic I, I want. I would rather have a no-name Fantastic come into the role. I would. John Krasinski needs to be in the MCU. He needs to be Mister Fantastic. But I mean, we're well, gonna we're gonna see a bunch of versions of Benedict Cumberpatch's right. Doctor Strange. We could see multiple versions of. Mr. Fantastic. Well, there's that Eon... Be the Nexus. Ian Griffith. Yeah, that played yeah. Mr. Fantastic in the Fox movies. I don't Fox even want to see him. Huh? I don't even want to see him. I'll see him get killed. Well, if they bring him in and no, kill no, no, him no. off. I'm okay with that, but that's yeah. the only way I would be okay with that. I just was not crazy about his Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, who was? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. But Michael Chiklis, man, that's... Everyone knows the best on-screen Mr. Fantastic was in the 1990s Fantastic Four movie that never got released. It definitely sure. wasn't Miles Teller as much as I like Miles Teller. Are you talking Teller. about the one that they had sabotaged from the very beginning? Yep, yep, oh, that's the one. I, but, all right, that's... Uh, oh, he's <laughs> got a paper cut, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's number one. So number two, uh, Christopher Abbott is casted to play the foreigner on Craven, uh, which is a skilled assassin that is actually going to be an enemy that Craven's hunting down. Craven. <laughs> So. I'm so in the weeds with where they're going with this Craven oh, yeah. the Hunter like movie. Morbius. I just don't, Who the fuck knows? I don't know why they did Morbius. I don't know why they're doing Craven. I understand Morbius like is Morbius. a world building of of like of that that universal thing, but sure. I just I just don't get it. Like it, I don't think Marvel's that cool to where they can just pull out Craven and be like, ah, fuck it, well let's do Craven. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was for Morbius, but I'm pretty like on the trailer it says from the people who brought you Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. On the forefront for the Morbius, and I'm like, oh, that's kind did of, they? kind of, sort of, maybe no, <laughs> a yeah. little bit. I mean, but yeah. Sony was involved in it. Yeah, yeah it they like, had their uh, name on it, but oh, uh, see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so back to the Batman. Uh, obviously, we know we're getting a sequel. Uh, but besides that, on spinoff TV shows, we are getting the Penguin. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> we are getting Catwoman. 
we were getting a spinoff just about the Go- Gotham PD. No. And we were getting a spinoff that takes place just in Arkham Asylum. No. I, three, I, those, I, three of those things should never Arkham exist. Asylum, I'm excited to see that. Arkham Asylum is supposed to be like a horror touch base on listen, it. Just, <laughs> listen, listen, I think I think Danny will back me up on this. They have not earned the right oh, to no. world build in this way. Arkham Asylum, the, the stories you could tell with established or villains in this universe, you know, because most of Batman's villains have been through Arkham at any given time and have done so many different crazy things. But they're just going to throw all this shit in like they did with Justice League, and it's going to make no sense, and then it's going to it's gonna ruin whatever chances they're, they have to do anything else. They're just trying to copy off Disney Plus. Well, like, what, was the, what was the model they're following? Were they like... Well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did so well, we should just have Batman series that don't have Batman in it. Well, I, you think DC yeah. doing something and beating something to the ground whenever they do something halfway decently? What? Never. I just... But I, they I mean, I'm going to watch it all, but... I. This is just this is just so strange. Like, Marvel doing TV shows was, fa- was fantastic. They allowed some of their characters to ha- be in the spotlight without giving them their own movies. They they built a world in which they'd already established for 10 years, and now they're able to branch off into other aspects, continue this main storyline of their universe, while not paying movie prices for it. But, like, DC hasn't done... And if this is all based on Robert Pattinson stuff, like... Right. It's, it's all going to have the same feel. It's going to be yeah. in that universe. I mean, I'll watch the Penguin stuff because I want to see the rise of Cobblepot. And I'll watch the Catwoman stuff because Zoe Kravitz. And I'll, I'll leave that at that. So, yeah. Anyway. She's um, good looking, guys. She's an there's, attractive lady. There's more than that in that movie. But anyway, um, I will watch those two for sure. I would say the Arkham and Asylum. And I'm curious about the horror aspect of the Arkham Asylum because the person that was originally right. going to be in... I. In it was wanting to go like a completely different direction, and I nah. want to see the. I, I give a it, shit about the Gotham PD spinoff. So yeah. we don't need more it, cop shows, let alone a weirdly themed one based on like. Look, <laughs> a horror-based superhero show that takes place in a mental asylum. It worked great for New Mutants. That's definitely in you our top whatever. Ex, uh, American Horror Story movie, right? though, Asylum was pretty good. Yeah, but, but and and Ben says Gotham. The first couple of seasons was super good, it and was I completely really good. agree. But it was world building where Batman was eventually going to show up. This is yeah. a world where we already have Batman. Yeah. Just make Batman stories. This is going to be like the scene from Suicide Squad when they're introducing him. And then they're like, oh, yeah, Deadshot ran into you know our friend in Gotham. And then you see Batman for a minute and you're like, god damn it. I just want to be watching a full Batman movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, off of that one. That made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we have Miss Marvel's release date is uh, June 2022. The, Kevin Feige just said on today, actually, on the Investor Day, that it would be midsummer. But apparently there has been something kind of traced down to the red carpet premiere, which is uh, between the beginning to the mid of June. So obviously it's going to be in June that it's coming out. Yeah. So that's uh, we actually finally got a date for the first time on that a month. I mean, that's good because we're kind of filling up that part of the year with Marvel right. shit. I mean, we're getting I'm, TV I'm series. I'm super and... nervous about how that show's going to turn out. Yeah. Miss Marvel? I hope it's good. I'm just, I don't know. I really hope it's good, but the reshoots that they've had for it makes me nervous. And they're changing her powers from the comic books. I didn't and... think they were changing any of the powers. Yeah, because yeah, it's too close it. to Reed Richards, so they're giving her other powers. Listen, listen. <sighs> The worst of the Marvel, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is still better than a lot of other movies that we've seen. 
even the worst show. I would assume collectively we all think that uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier are probably the uh, – or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't, that was way too long of a sentence. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier was probably the least good of the four entries so far, correct? And oh, that's yeah. still Easy. a really good show. Like, they're, like it's not a bad show at all. Like, right. it's a good show. So I, I think, you know, until they make something that I'm like, Ugh, like this is bad. I I'll give him a benefit. Of the it's doubt. gonna be hard not to compare yeah. the shows to the movies as well. But their shows, their shows are great. Yeah, they're fantastic. I mean, uh, so let's see, we got that was a good one. I like that. Thanks. Just good elbow control. Yeah, appreciate it. It's on the wrist. <laughs> People anyway. that listen to this audio, you know what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh, number five, uh, as you all know, uh, at the very end, there's no really end credit scene on Batman, but we do have the goodbye and the was that you you were let out. You relata dot com or whatever, yeah. so you go to that. You actually do the cipher, and it's pretty much leading up to Two Face being the villain in the next sequel. <laughs> That's cool. Now, everybody thinks it's the Joker because you see the Joker, but I think they're saving him for a little bit longer well, down the well, road. Well, if you think <sighs> about the riddle that they gave, I immediately thought Two Face. Honestly, it is the comic is the what is it? The first appearance of or no? It's a it's yes. a comic where Riddler's the villain. But it's the first appearance of, of Arkham Face. Asylum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, well, something something reveals with Two Face in the comics too. Where yeah. So the vi- I meant I meant Two Face. Okay. The, the villain in that comic is Two Face, which is everybody saying it that that was a an Easter egg revealing that Two Face is going to be the villain in the next right. the Batman film. But it that comic is also the very first appearance of Arkham Asylum. Mm. So it is possible that that Easter egg was actually aimed at the first appearance of Arkham Asylum, and people saw Two-Face and got really fucking excited. Well, I mean, the DAs did. I mean, yeah, so many people are dead. That, I mean, Harvey Dent could just pull up in there and make it's, his debut. It's I mean, possible. And, and honestly, in the thread of uh, developing Batman, all these villains serve different purposes to test Batman. Mm. Like, the Joker is the, the final thing for Batman because right. he's dealt with all these different kinds of individuals and now he just deals with somebody that's just like I'm just doing it because of chaos man right. like so that I think if you're trying to tell a good story arc for Batman you wouldn't want to have the Joker because right I mean that it, that's what Dark Knight suffered for him because you know the Joker was like the perfect movie villain in that and that's what made it a, such a great movie and you're like what the fuck like even with Bane you're like okay well like it's not nearly as bad as what he went through with the Joker so right. yeah. hopefully they'll lead up to that so well and also Matt Reeves did he I think he made like the comment that he wants to bring as many villains as he can from the series in like I don't know but anyways he wants hence to- why we have Catwoman Penguin you know Penguin and all them he wants to bring in as many really. as possible Robert uh Pat Bat wants to bring in Death of the Family, uh, but he wants a 13-year-old Robin in order to do that. Yes. But uh... – That sounded creepy. I didn't mean that in a – I didn't mean that in a pervy way. I, listen, I've always, wanted to see, I've always wanted to see Batman and Robin because what an interesting relationship between the, yes. between the right. two. And – and to see a, a young Robin, like I think that'd be really, really cool if they can do it in the right way. Because like you get you get actors now like Tom Holland. Obviously, he's not going to play Robin because he's a little too old. Sure. But like he's got the skills; he can move. Like I just watched Uncharted last night. <laughs> Uncharted, sorry, Uncharted <laughs> last night. And and he did a lot of his own stunts and was running right. around and like they didn't cut things. So like if they can find people to to do justice to a Robin, that would be fantastic. I don't know if you guys caught this, but. The the Joker gang, 
that had the white face paint yeah, yeah. and the rictus grins. I always grins. wonder if that was related to Joker. The, cause... The, the kid that only had half his face painted yeah. is the kid that's playing Tim Drake in Titans. <gasps> it's the same actor. Uh, Not saying he's that? coming in to play a Robin, but he's playing a Robin on Titans, Titans, and he was in the Batman. I mean, listen, you could as well world build with that with Tim Drake coming in second, you know, secondary after um, uh, Dick, Grayson Dick Grayson as well. So, but wow. And they did reference. Um, my brain just went blank. Where Nightwing does all of his uh, oh Bloodhaven, yeah, yeah. Bloodhaven, because Catwoman is that's where she was heading mm-hmm. was Bloodhaven, Blood where Haven. Nightwing does all of his. Uh, Nighttime fun yep. stuff. The Twin Cities of Sex. Gotham and Bloodhaven. I They're mean, both New York. He is actually. the sexiest comic book character for DC. He's my favorite Bat character. All right. <laughs> so number six, uh, we got DMZ trailer uh, is dropped on HBO and is set to premiere March seventeenth. What is that? I'm very interested. in It's that. the demilitarized zone. It's a DC comic. It takes oh. place after the next um, U.S. Civil War. So <laughs> the next one. <laughs> I mean, at this point. Anyway, well, SDC, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't. I don't think it falls in like the uh, the DC superhero world, but it was a DC release. That's sure. why it's going gotcha. to be on HBO, and I think it drops later this month. Yeah, March seventeenth. As we all know, Rosario Dawson does not have time to be taking away from her work on Ahsoka. Ahsoka time. Yep. <laughs> to make shows for HBO Plus or HBO Max. I don't know. I kind of want to. She see doesn't. That. She she really doesn't. We need we need, we that need her to be focus. focused on yes. the Ahsoka oh, series. Oh, you're saying that she doesn't need to be doing what she's doing. Not yeah. she said. Yeah, I thought you meant bullshit. I thought you meant she literally was like, I won't do a show for HBO Max oh. because I'm too busy doing Ahsoka. I was like, well, I, hell yeah, I girl, love Rosario you. Dawson. Oh, I she do. Is such a great actress, and she's been some of like she was Night Nurse all through the uh, Marvel uh, Netflix series. I've loved her yes. since CSI Miami. Can I tell you who oh, it is? Miami? Could I, don't even. I, it's a joke. I hate that. Can I tell you who it is on CSI Miami. Miami? I love CSI. I love all sort of crime dramas, but I don't. I, I like CSI Reno. Oh, That's I a good one. Ben, can you fact check that? Rosario Dawson was not on CSI Miami. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was. I no, I don't think she was. She's on one of those TV shows. Uh, <laughs> anyway, of, you realize how many crime like yeah. crime drama TV one shows of those there shows. are, right? I, well, I there's going to be one more with Gotham PD. Yay! I mean, I'll watch it with okay. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> so <laughs> we uh, watch it. we pretty much now have a rumored it's Avengers like two and a half faces, <laughs> I guess. Or? We have a rumored <laughs> Avengers uh, level character that's going to be uh, in Moon Knight. Uh, they're saying Bruce Banner is going to make an appearance in Moon Knight. Who? Bruce Banner. Ah, Professor. I don't know. I think it's just going to be Bruce Banner. Famously, his name was changed to David Banner in the uh, Lou Ferrigno Hulk show because they felt that Bruce Banner sounded too gay. Uh uh-huh. Yes. Times really? I have a change. Yeah, in the 70s when they came out with the, the Hulk show starring uh, Lou Ferrigno and uh, – I don't even know where they – I forget what? the other actor's name. But they changed his name from Bruce Banner to David Banner because they huh. felt that Bruce Banner sounded too gay. Wow. That's little wow. known fact. And yeah. then in the, the comics, you yeah. Know. You know. And then in the <laughs> comics, they changed his name to uh, David Bruce Banner. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> on to the next one then. Uh, <laughs> Florence Pugh will be joining the uh, Dune sequel uh, <gasps> cast as a Black love Widow. Florence Pugh. That's mm-hmm. it's crossing over. You might yeah. be joking, but crossing. she's seriously you my think... favorite thing happening in. Phase no, she's right fantastic. Now. She's she's a I perfect. I love her human delivery being. of yes. everything. Yeah, you think yeah. she's gonna do superhero landings in it? I hope so. 
I will. I she, want at least one Easter egg superhero. Lander. She's graduated to an act, actor that now I'll just if she's in something I don't I don't give a shit. Like if, it's literally Tom Holland level. Yeah, I'll watch she, anything. I'm just really uh, excited a, because the next Dune. The next half of that Dune movie mm-hmm. is when it actually the story gets exciting. Yeah. Because the oh, cinematography yeah. of the first Dune movie was beautiful and amazing, but... It's the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. It's just boring as fuck. What? It really yeah. is. Really? I love that movie. Nothing I, happens. I watch it again. It's... It's a... It's then a it's two not a half hour movie where nothing happens. Then it's not for you, man. <laughs> I mean, I've read you. the book. I'm just saying it's a two and a half hour movie. I, don't know what I'm I read more the upset book. About the fact that you didn't care for it, or the fact you have me like agreeing with Jared. Who's agreeing with me? Me. Oh, I hate wow. it. I hated yeah. the movie. It's so no, stupid. No, I love okay. the Thank characters. You. I appreciate that. Taking one for the team. It was acted <laughs> it well. So they did a good job. I just a lot of stuff happens. Thank you, Ben. As far as like. The main parts of the story arc, like the brunt of like, they had listen. You're just somebody who has you never get seen on the cusp of it. Dune before this, and then you go to the next movie, which that's how the book is. It's fine. That's how the book. This was is. like Endgame though, or like a, a, Infinity War versus Endgame. You had to lead up to something in order to. Uh, <laughs> I to had never seen half. anything Dune, and I was like, I, I need more. And that's it was a what guy it's and his mom do. talking about politics on a space planet listen, for two and a half hours. Welcome to 2022. Listen, listen, I need to say this. Dune is literally the single best movie that I've ever seen in terms of building a world and telling you what was going on without telling you what was going on. Yeah. If you're smart enough, and the, it, I'm not saying that it's Mike, a rarity that to be smart enough, but <laughs> if you Somebody pay attention to that fight. movie, I've never watched any of the Dune movies, never read any of the Dune books, never did any Dune, but the whole time, like I was learning along with it, and I was like, "Okay, I understand this world because they did a good job doing that." Never seen a movie do a better job. I have understanding of spice. I have understanding of like the, <laughs> all the factions, all of it. Yeah, yeah, and it was fan. It was it was see, really Ian, cool to watch. You're not wrong. So, all right, what? all right, all right, let's get off this and continue on. Dune. I want to know so, more news. Uh, Disney Plus got two things going on. Oh, cool. So we have a mature content uh, area coming up. Porn? Yeah, yep, pretty much. You Seriously? Know. No. Disney Plus After Dark. <laughs> Daddy Disney- Marvel. Well, hey, kids, we'll it's Mickey suing. Mouse. <laughs> We're going to do sex now. They are adding an, uh, a yep. children's and adult logins yep. for and, Disney Plus. And Which as they well, kind of have. they're probably uh, about to up their pricing because I guarantee you what you're paying now, they're adding an ad-supported payment plan. Yeah, and Disney needs uh, the money, honestly. Earth. They're just – they don't – they're not making enough, uh, you know. Yeah, apparently their last uh, – their last film release didn't break into the fucking billions. They should definitely raise the price on yeah. Disney+. Plus. What they need to do is stop making half-assed Star Wars parks for people and actually go back to the drawing board and do the job. Half-assed? Have you been? Huh? Have you been? Have you seen the, the Star Wars their, Galaxy? Their, their newest attraction, the hotel thing, has gotten so many bad reviews. Like, it oh, is it's actually had good that. reviews, but people are still canceling on it because they're just like, oh. I'll, I don't know All about the things that. I've read are bad reviews. I've What's so bad about it? How can it be bad? Galaxy's it's Edge was amazing. As, it's, Gal- it's part of Galaxy's Edge. It's a hotel thing. by Galaxy's Edge. Dude, when I got off of Smuggler's Run, I literally cried. It I was you were so say something fucking else. good. Cool. I kind of want to see you cry now. It's well, I have questions. You don't. <laughs> it's weird. I fully believe that. That's kind of why I want to. It's a weird thing crier. where he goes. He goes. <laughs> it's That's weird. What I look like. It's really but weird. From what I've seen with it is that it's actually it's a good experience. You become part of the lore because the entire stay is part of the lore, 
and it's just a matter of like pricing i think for a lot of people listen because it's a ridiculous price i would pay it in a heartbeat but i would it's ridiculous listen I, w- I won't argue with that but all i've never been to any of these attractions so i'm literally just saying this of my own opinion and, and and not putting anything on it when you make that much money as disney's a company and you are doing like a showcase like this to people and charging a shit ton of money you mm-hmm. shouldn't have people complaining there shouldn't be You're shitty complaints. Have somebody complain yeah, yeah, but but there's a big difference between something Welcome happened and a consistency of saying the rooms the rooms suck. The, uh, half the things were down. The you know like we had so many issues. <laughs> like you should you should get your shit together. You were literally one of the best companies. In, Most in of these the world people here. had the experience paid for for free, and they still found something to like complain about. Well, you know. Yeah. Do better. Uh, Jesse Aaron Dew said the Illuminati. <laughs> oh. That's part of that Disney uh, After Dark subscription. <laughs> Blake, let's All keep right. this rolling. So, number 10, we have Aquaman 2 and The Flash have now been delayed to 2023. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Darn it. I know. I really want to see Michael Keaton in the Batman costume again. Like, that's wanna, the one thing I'm just, most excited about. I just want to see this fish that got I to have sex with Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. <laughs> did, did you see where Braden Davis, he, he's a YouTuber and, and Instagram guy, and like he, he gets these usually like so, does these Marvel premieres and DC premieres, and he gets a lot of these celebrity interviews and stuff. Literally, literally he asked Jason as he walked up on the red carpet, he's like, hey, I got one question for you. He's like, yeah, man, sure. And he thinks he's going about to get a legit answer, question asked. He's like, what kind of fish was it? <laughs> he literally walked away. He's like, "That's a good one. Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> well, nobody's asking Jason Momoa hard hitting questions. To be fair, everything uh, about him is hard hitting. What's the? Is it Lost? Jesus, Lost Universe or something? It's another uh, series that Star Wars was heb- heavily influenced by. Something, something like that. I don't know. Ooh, I can't think. I don't of know, it, Ben. <laughs> Hi, ben. So, uh, Jake Shans. Uh, I think that's the first time you've ever uh, asked Ben to fact check something. The, uh, at least I have that no I remember. On that oh, one, welcome, Ben. Pop fact check if that's the first time Brittany's asked you to What's fact up, check something. What's up, we need a triple fact check done, please. To be fair. To be fair. Mike, how are you now? Oh, good new. Oh, not. So All right. <laughs> so, last but not least, we got Shazam two that moved up to uh, June twenty twenty three release date. Actually, Yay. sooner than we were yeah. planning on getting it. Can I tell uh, you something? I've you know, never actually watched Shazam. Actually, it's You're doing funny. All right. it's, it's funny. funny. I appreciate it as a good. No, you garbage. don't want to take it seriously. Like you don't want to look at it till like it's going to expand into some great universe because it's not. That's but it, it's it's entertaining. It's garbage. It, it's so bad. Oh, like it, it's entertaining. <laughs> like you expect to watch it. I one enjoy and done. it. I sure. it it was funny. Thor, it was Thor the Dark World is entertaining, but it's still movie. not a good movie. Yeah, but is it? I mean, it is parts a good of it that are really good. Yeah, yeah it was. I thought it was a fine movie. Like it wasn't the best one. Infinity it, War, in game that you have some conversations you have to have depending on the age of the people that you take with you to those movies. Listen, yeah, Shazam, it's just a fun family movie. Also, if your worst movie is Thor the Dark World, you're doing pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know, that was well, really Sony did movie. release Spider-Man 3. So. I just yeah. automatically go watch DC sick. movies for entertainment, not for world building or uh, a long successful movie franchise. I just don't look happen. at it like that cuz yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, it. It, I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you this. I watched Shazam. It made me laugh. I went to bed. That's it. I mean, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. That was but really good. I that like is that. this week on Rumor Mill. 
I really wish you'd say these rumors have been milled. It's just, oh, I, I don't. did like two Please times. Please don't. I did like two no. times, but I thought you did like that. So. Uh, no, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I love uh, how terrible we are with transitions. We start yes. talking about yeah. things, and then people come into the conversation. I just squirrel. I just think it's not a good day to be a bad guy, you know. And speaking of which, uh, it's time to, to do fair. our top five one-liners. Let's do this. Gotcha. Thank you. Gotta keep this thing rolling. Blake was, Blake was talking about rumors for like an hour. It took so long. It did take so long. Welcome to Top 5. So tonight we are doing Top 5 one-liners from any pop culture thing. Uh, movies, video games, comics, books, uh, something your mom said to you one time. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm the one so we've each written our top five list. Feel free to follow along in the comments. Brittany is or, uh, Brittany's going to start us off, but Heather is going to be reading your comments to us as we go, uh, and Ben's list as well. Brittany, start us off with your top, with your number five. My number five is wax on, wax off. What porn is that from? Head. Karate Kid. <laughs> I say that all the time. Kung Fu. So, uh, with Hi. having watched uh, uh, Cobra Kai recently, I went back and rewatched the first Karate Kid movie with Katrina because she'd never seen it. And, you know, I had remembered it as being kind of like campy and stupid. That movie won an Academy Award. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it's kind of, it's a really good movie. It's a cult <laughs> classic for a reason. Like, it's. Yeah. Top tier. Interesting. And in the 80s, it kind of set off that martial arts trend in movies that, like, the person becomes a martial artist, trains for a minute, and then they're, like, the best at what they do. <laughs> but then it's I was rewatching As long it. as they're a white male. <laughs> and, and Daniel trains for, like, six months in that, like, nonstop. Like, he earns the, the level he gets to by the end of the movie. Hell yeah. Um, Good for I him. Didn't, I didn't remember it that way. What I, I prefer to like... watch him as a kid actor than an adult actor, though. Yeah. I, I, can't, I haven't been able to watch Cobra Kai. I like, love Cobra all. Kai. The it's so fun. Level, it's really son, good. Son loves it. Listen, you don't take it that seriously. It's a YouTube show. I, the cringe. I just can't. All right, can't. Let's, let's keep this gravy train rolling. <laughs> like, what's your number five? All right, so I have a one line, but I'm going to follow a couple lines after it. Yeah. Jesus so Christ. we've got, not my gumdrop buttons. <laughs> run, run, fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm a gingerbread man. You're not a king. You're a monster. <laughs> and now you've seen Shrek. <laughs> Uh, I love Gingerbread Man Shrek. Can't go wrong with him. The Muffin Man? Yeah. The Muffin, the Muffin Man. Man. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I used to think that was so funny just just until now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just now, like, I used to just, I could giggle about that. Now I just was like, oh, huh. All right. What are this? <laughs> you may not be like high enough. For this hey, Jared, oh let's hear your fantastic number five. Mine uh, comes from the world of Breaking Bad, where Walter White says, "I'm the one who knocks." Oh, it's probably so good. one of the yeah. best lines in all of TV history for that is sure. Pretty good, actually. Uh, what a what a crazy thing! Because like you knew that man was like was fully that was he was fully fully Walter White at that point. So full on Walter White. <sighs> Heather, hit us with Ben's number five. Giggity. Ben's is, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Yay. Dumb and Dumber is probably one of the most quotable movies of all time. That are Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. But I think I feel like Dumb and Dumber really started that trend of, like, funny, quotable movies. Sure. Because uh, you do write um, you do write the script specifically for a lot of those things because that's how those jokes are hitting. Yeah. Like, that's the focal point. So. What's the matter, Harry? Some little filly break your heart? No, it was a girl. <laughs> Are those your scene with a tractor beam? Are those your skis? Yep. 
both of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what else we got in the comments? Mike Casey's number five was Finn saying, I always thought I'd go out doing something heroic. And Ice King saying, hey, no, no one gets to choose. Oh, yeah. I don't understand that at all. It's from uh, Adventure Time. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Can't watch everything. Okay, cool. Jesus. My number five uh, comes from uh, Step Brothers, actually. It's funny we mentioned that. It's the motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. The Catalina wine mixer, baby. <laughs> Which, whenever shit is just going down or sideways, that's one of my most favorite things to say to people. It'd be like, this is just like falling apart around me. It's like, it's the motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> What's wrong, Brennan? You look like you want to hit me in the face. <laughs> Brittany, you're number four. Wait. Oh, yeah, you said you're number five. Secret Sorry. time. I've never watched Up Brothers. Oh. Oh. Dead. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Listen, Maybe we need to do a Step Brothers watch so along Patreon, as a team. Watch along Step Brothers. I like it. I, I'm a firm believer of one. never shaming somebody for not watching something because the amount of things you've watched compared to the amount of things sure. you haven't watched is so crazy. But that movie. But you should watch that movie. Like that's probably a, not. Yeah. I no, can't stand no, no. the cringe. I haven't watched probably like eighty percent of Will Ferrell stuff. Oh, huh. well, I love Will, Will Ferrell, Will but Ferrell I haven't been 50, able to watch it because the cringe. For me, it's we'll, a whole different cringe. Level. Listen, let's, let's move on because we're gonna start saying things <laughs> that is gonna they're gonna last. We'll just Brett, your number four. My number four is a uh, classic, and it is very much a Christmas movie in my house. It is Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. That's a good one. That's a good one. I have a Christmas sweater that says that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Blake. So my number four is uh, off Tombstone. We got Creek Johnson talking to Doc Holliday. Uh, right before the end of the movie, right before they're about to just go guns blazing, he asked Doc, he's like, why do you even do this? You know, Doc's over here dying, literally coughing up his lungs and still just hanging in there ready to, you know, to just give it his all. And he says, well, because Wyderp's my friend. And he's like, friend? Hell, I got a lot of friends. And Doc says, well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't he dying yeah, of, that, like, that, syphilis that, or something? Uh, Tuberculosis. Tuber oh, TB, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I say don't he's just, coughing up his lungs. Don't just start throwing around that people had STDs, Danny. Well, no. That's not, oh, that's not okay. okay. Like, what are the know. odds in the Wild West? Listen, uh, hey, we need we need to break in right now. Uh, we need to have a retraction. Uh, Doc Holliday did not have uh, syphilis. He no. had <laughs> tuberculosis. Yeah. So How do you sure know he didn't have syphilis? You just know he died of tuberculosis. Listen, hey, I'm not going to shame a, a dead man. Uh I mean, Vincent Van Gogh died of syphilis. Van Van who? Van Gogh, the artist. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Oh, Gogh. God, I hate you so much. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's keep going. Yeah. It isn't my turn. Can't pronounce this. Is it my turn? (laughs) Yeah, Jared, you're number four. I hate you so much. Uh, my number four comes from one of my personal idols in life, Han Solo, uh, when he tells uh, uh, C-3PO, never tell me the odds. Or who? Dang it. Who? No, it's not C-3PO. I can't remember. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. But he says that, and it's he really it's good. C-3PO. Is that right? Yeah. Did, did he say that? Yeah, um, he gives him the statistics of Castle uh, surviving. Run. I don't yeah. know why, but I made me think something else entirely. But I need to rewatch those movies. Yeah, it's I when they're going through the, the asteroid. Castle... Yeah, yeah, okay. And he gives yeah, yeah. them the statistics of surviving it. That's right. God. I remember the line, but I couldn't remember the context. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were doing Smuggler's Run at Disney, um, I had oh, Katrina shit. tell me some odds so I, or some <laughs> statistics so I could say, never tell me the odds, kid. And then I uh, believe that a thousand percent. It was so fun, God. dude. I oh, I still get chills thinking about it. I piloted the Millennium Falcon. That's like, great. Legit. <laughs> so, I was on the Oprah show, and I was on the Oprah <laughs> show. <laughs> All right, what was Ben's number four? Uh, Ben's number four. Wise Gamora. 
That's a good uh, one. Drax. Let me do you one better. Why is Gamora? Yeah. Uh, God, who else we got in chat? Uh, Mike's number four from Semi-Pro. When I was out, I saw my mom in heaven. <laughs> she taught me this special new way to make a layup. She said, with the gift, you will place fourth, you will win fourth place. <laughs> I love that movie so much. That is so fantastic because they come out, they do it. It's, wait. Wait, it wasn't a layup. It was an alley-oop. Dang yeah. it. Ma- Mike, <laughs> shame and on Mel- you. Malnourished has my back. Wild Bill had syphilis. No, no, no. Was this supposed to be one-liners or is this favorite movie lines? One-liners. It's one-liners. One-liners. Shit, okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's not <laughs> the first time you've gotten a list you all wrong. I saw you and I appreciate that. Uh, right. And Jake Shan the, uh, from The Big Lebowski. Fuck you, man. That rug really tied the room together. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so my number four uh, uh, from, uh, from uh, Batman Begins, actually. He... Uh, uh, the Dark Knight says it to Raz al Ghul. He says, uh, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. <laughs> and then flies out of the subway train and lets him fall to his death. That was like one of the most emo things Batman ever said. What a, yeah, what a controversial off, thing, so. too, because that I think that's been talked about more than a lot of Batman things uh, in life is like, is Batman still good because he did what he did? Like, yeah, because he let him die. Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. I still feel like that broke his number one rule. Uh, you know, that, he deserved it. Like, listen, he listen, did. Listen, but so does the Joker, listen, and the Joker's still alive. Listen, the Joker has is is not in control of his own like mind. He's crazy. Yeah. Like the reason Batman can't kill the Joker is because you can't just kill crazy people because they're crazy. Yeah, he needs ra- if your crazy person is killing like everybody. You Listen, can... <laughs> Ra's al Ghul was on that train. He was he was on that train. He was going wherever. It wasn't it wasn't anybody's fault other than Batman's thing shooting out the the railing. <laughs> but at that point, you know, it was either one or it was a lot. You know, I I'd, I'd s- do it. Screenshot of Vox Maxima in my head whenever you're like shooting out of, and I was like, oh god, that just popped into my head. Oh, also watch Vox Machina. Yes, of Vox Machina. I finished it in one day. <laughs> Number three. Okay, so I pulled a Blake on this one, uh, but mine is. Uh, yes, it's true. You are a good woman. Then again, you may be the Antichrist. <laughs> Tombstone. Tombstone's a real cool. I relate movie. to that in my soul. That's crazy. That's... I, I I love Tombstone. Like I've watched it since it came guess, out in the early nineties. I guess Tombstone's Classic. the most quotable movie it's of all time. It's pretty good. Seriously. Blake, you're number three. Tombstone again. <laughs> Go Jesus. for it. I promise the last Tombstone quote. Did you just ben, watch Tombstone? Correct. No, man. I know this I know this movie word for word. Uh I've it's part of homeschooling. No, no. <laughs> that <laughs> is a I prerequisite for being homeschooled. And that sexy. I believe. You have to be able uh, to quote the movie so from start to finish. We, we got Doc Holliday talking about Johnny Ringo, and he's like, evidently, evidently Mr. Ringo is an educated man. He reminds me of myself. Now I really hate him. <laughs> Jared, you're number three. Uh, my number three comes from my favorite video game series of all time, and this is specifically Halo 2 at the very beginning of the, uh, well, the end of the cinematics in the beginning of the game. Uh, the Master Chief looks to Sergeant Johnson and he says, I need a weapon. Mm. And it is probably one of my favorite game openings of all time because you had a new Master Chief is badass and, yeah. from Halo 1, and then you see him in Halo 2, and you're like, oh, I know what this dude can do. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. So it, it's fantastic. Heather, what's Ben's number three? 
he's not put it in the comments yet. Oh, oh wow. there it is. Where, what is that movie from? Um. <laughs> <laughs> he may have been your father, boy, but he wasn't your daddy. Oh, Yondu. Oh, Yondu. What a I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his story arc a lot. Man, I, I didn't expect this. Like, I had Chelsea go through, you know, watching when we first got together. And, like, she literally cried on that part when Yondu sat there. And... It was beautiful. It was the most wholesome part in probably any Marvel cinematic universe ever of when he said that. It was just. Nothing yeah. makes me My more heart. happy, though, like when you're taking someone through the journey of the, the MCU movies and, and they cry. You're like, ah, no, you you I know you're dedicated. Jesse Kiefer's in the comments. He said, uh, uh, let's see. I saw it in there somewhere. Oh. Is that what a real man looks like? Uh, it's from Fight Club. Uh, and they're on the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a good line. God. Underwear models. Uh, my number three. This is from Punisher Warzone. Uh, Spider-Man decides he's finally going to take Frank Castle out for all the killing he's doing. And Punisher throws a punch at him. Hits him right in the mouth. Spider-Man doesn't move at all, and he says, that's sweet. That really is Frankie, but it'll take more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Establishing just how incredibly badass Spider-Man is yeah, and, and how much he really holds back on people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what are some really of the good. other comment ones? Because there's uh, a couple got different ones. ones up there. Uh, Shoot him up, Clive yeah. Owen. Just kills a man by punching a chariot through the back of his throat and says, "Just say chariot." chariot? <laughs> I did. Did you just read chariot? To be from fair, chariot? I lost like halfway through where I was reading. Where so you just threw, okay. you just threw out the word chariot in my head. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what popped most, up. Most most sentences include Look, the word dyslexia chariot. Dyslexia is so a real problem that faces a lot um, of it's Americans. It's actually ADHD. Face. Hey, me too. Yeah, uh, I am the queen of squirrels. Fantastic squirrels. Sheldon, mm-hmm. hit us with your number two. Hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. It's the six-fingered man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, Princess Bride. Uh, Such a great movie. Classic. Um, I really want to watch uh, Once Upon a Deadpool, which is the opening of that Mm -hmm. is based on Mm -hmm. Princess Bride, where he kidnaps Fred Savage and makes him sit (laughs) and listen to him tell the story. As an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you can't find it anywhere now. Uh, I tried to rent it one night. I think it's on Voodoo. Voodoo? Yep. Okay. Like, I'll check it out. Voodoo. Yeah. Because I haven't seen I've only seen the regular version. Right. Uh, I've actually... We Thanks, started, Mike. We started to watch it, and I haven't actually seen it all the way through yet either. Uh, all right. We'll see. Number two is from WandaVision. What is grief if not love persevering? Yes. That's a great line. I quote that still to this day. Uh, yeah. Uh, and thank you, WandaVision, for making all of us aware of the ship of Theseus. Yes. I had no idea that yeah. there's this whole philosophical argument. I loved WandaVision. Like seriously, it is probably my favorite of the actual TV series. Yeah, mine's Loki, but uh, <laughs> Loki's yeah. so fucking good. It yeah. is, Jared. You're number two. God, I honestly, I, I thought Hawkeye was pretty damn good. Uh, oh yeah, I Hawkeye's Hawkeye number too. three. Do you guys seen the movie The Town? Yeah. No. Uh, is that Ben Affleck. Yeah. So uh, Ben Affleck, Affleck and uh, Jeremy Renner. So uh, Ben Affleck needs to go beat up some dudes. So he goes over to Jeremy Renner, Jeremy Renner's house, and he goes, "Listen." Uh, we're gonna go do something. Uh, we're gonna hurt some people, and you can. Oh wait, <laughs> I got. <it>. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been on TikTok, you know this quote. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know the quote. But then, uh, so basically, it was like, we're gonna go beat the shit out of some people. You can't ask, you can't me, ask any me any questions, questions yeah, now, yeah. ever. And then uh, Jeremy Renner basically says, "Whose whose car are we taking?" Yeah, this is like fucking ride or die, man. So. That's and and Ben Ben actually made a comment about that in our our uh, chat, and uh, he's right. That's a hundred percent what his and our relationship is like. So, 
Uh, Heather, hit us with Ben's number two. Why so serious? Why so serious? You want to know how I got these scars? (laughs) (laughs) My father was a drinker. (laughs) Still upset with you, Ben. (laughs) Why? Was that on your list? No, because he removed something to put that as his list. Oh, yeah. I mean... You, I mean, it's, it's a top five, you know? You could have a number six. Heartbroken. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love Heath Ledger's Joker, though. It is one of the classic uh, faves. Mike Casey's number two, Smokey. This is not Nam. It's a bowling alley. There are rules. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my number two uh, comes from Army of Darkness. Uh, it is the third movie in the Evil Dead trilogy and the one that really establishes Ash as the badass that he's known as today. Uh, but it's one of, the, one of the best lines in the movie. Uh, he says, good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun, and then shoots his <laughs> doppelganger in the face. Uh, so badass. Uh, Brittany, hit us with your number one. Uh, so my number one, uh, this is... This is kind of weebish, but I went full My Hero Academia. I do feel like I'm a failure. Like, there's no hope for me, but even so, I'm gonna, I'm not going to give up ever. Shouldn't you be crying while you say it? Probably, but yeah. I don't really cry. So. It's Midoriya, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so many feels. Hmm. Well, my number one. Hey, Blake, what about your number one? <laughs> brings a tear to my eye every time I hear it. He's Especially so after, you, after you've watched so Endgame cry, he's lying. all the way through. Oh. Okay, at the very beginning, after you watch it the second, third, fourth, or the 28th time, oh. it will bring a tear to your eye. I love you 3,000. Yes. Aww. Oh, that's the one that brings a tear to your eye? Yep. Yes. Oh. It still hurts. You're thinking yep. I don't want to go? Uh, well, that one's... That no, was, that's, that's, that's Infinity from War. Infinity War. And that's a... I, that's from Ink, I, from I cry more hearing that uh, from... Uh, uh, when the doctor said it in Doctor Who than I did when uh, Spider-Man said it in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I love you 3000 just just after you watch it the first time. After uh, you know what's going to happen at the end. And he's about to sacrifice him li- his life and his daughter's never going to see him again. And she says that. I don't know. What? That, that's when the emotions hit. It does. Spoilers. Divide. We're yes. doing top five uh, one-liners like through anything. Yep. And I just decided to go weeb. Uh, I think the the... Most heart wrenching line in uh, in Endgame is whenever uh, Pepper, Pepper says, says you can rest, you can now. rest now. Oh my oh, god, that's my number two. That fucks me up. Yeah, yep. I like the I am Iron no, Man. Right, he knows he's dying. I love you three thousand. Like makes you kind of get a lump in your throat, eyes water. But when she says you can rest now after it began the movie, she's like, do you think you could rest if you you know you locked it up and threw it away? Yeah. And then when she says that, that's when the heavy tears start what, rolling. What, what you didn't hear was after she said, you can rest now, and she says, also, you can buy my scented candles for 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> From Goop. Yeah, really, really ruined the death. If you Jared, you're number attention. one. <laughs> so my number one comes from one of my favorite trilogies of all time, The Lord of the Rings. And this is from The Fellowship of the Ring, uh, right after the... Uh, Mike. Right after the Fellowship is formed, uh, Pippin... Uh, after volunteering for said mission, goes, right, where are we going? (laughs) Probably one of the more wholesome things in in movie history, because he had no idea what was going on, but he was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's go. We're going with our friends. Uh, You need people of intelligence on this sort of mission, (laughs) quest, thing. Well, that rules you out, Pip. (laughs) Right. Uh, Heather, hit us with Ben's number one. I'm your Huckleberry. Say when. 
Yeah. Jesus Doc Holliday. Christ. It, there was a lot Tim of Tombstone classic. love in this list. It is. It's a must. But I'm spitting everywhere. Another great, so tombstone, another great Tombstone one is, you just going to stand there and bleed? That's another good Jesus one, too. Uh, Mal Nourish actually yes, re- mentioned that one earlier oh, yeah. up. That was yeah. like his number three or four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike Casey, tell it to the cleaning lady mm-hmm. on Copy Monday because you'll be dust by Monday because I'm going to pulverize you in two seconds. And the cleaning lady, she cleans up, dust. She dusts. That's from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I love oh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he says it, and he doesn't get the line. He's just like, what? <laughs> he has to explain it to him. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> like I just did. My it number one. Funny. It was really good. My number one is probably one of the greatest one-liners to have ever been written in in comics or any form of media. But it's Wolverine. That's when he says, "I'm the best there is at what I do, but what I do best isn't very nice." Oh, speaking of that, on Discord, do you, my name, what it is, Blake and the Princes is a real Wolverine fan. Fucking <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Well, anyway, that has been our top <laughs> five for this week. If Blake disappears, we know why. Top five. So what do you guys think we should do for top five next week? Let's do top five supernatural characters. No. Ooh, like from the TV show? All right. No, 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 like no, 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 not from the TV show. I mean, like literal supernatural characters. I mean, that is literally supernatural characters. What is your... <laughs> What is your definition of supernatural? Uh, you know, you get vampires, um, you get Dean Morbius, Winchester, you get Sam Winchester. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ask for you to give me names. I asked for you to give me a spectrum of the characters. Can I we do am. witches, sorcerers, werewolves, vampires? I mean, okay, all in supernatural. Anything supernatural? Warlocks. You know what? I rescind my. That's a bad idea. I'm in. Let's do a top five supernatural. Uh, I mean, wizards, whatever. Supernatural. No. Well, well, anything with sorcery okay. or magic. You, you can, can list and, characters and, from Supernatural, for sure. They fall into the wheelhouse. I feel like this I is would gonna... recommend your whole top five not be characters from Supernatural. Challenge accepted. None of mine would be. Uh, no, it's totally possible. It's 100% possible. Crowley I just recommend is that one. not be. But whatever. You're, it's your list. Bobby Singer, yes! So really, Supernatural characters from comics, Cast. movies, shows, tunes, yeah. whatever. And we might even think of a better way to phrase it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we Probably should not. definitely yeah. come up with a better way to phrase yeah, it. I'm already Probably starting to want to rephrase it. I literally could say that anything <laughs> is supernatural. Anything with magic powers or... Joseph's on my or, side. Yeah. Well, know. I'm thinking I'll list the uh, the GTO from Supernatural and the uh, the uh, vampire from Supernatural and the Let me ask. demon from Supernatural <laughs> and the angel from Let Supernatural me, which and God from Supernatural. Let me, let me narrow this I like God's sister from let, Supernatural let, a lot more. Let me, let me narrow oh, this Oh, hey, I've got Lucifer. Blake, Blake, is Harry Potter Supernatural? Yes. Yeah. Is Batman Supernatural? No. no. Okay. Some, some elements of is, Batman hold on. are Supernatural. It's plot armor. Is John Constantine <laughs> yes. supernatural? Is no. Green Lantern supernatural? No. That's shit. Okay, How would that not it. be supernatural? I, I would say that aliens fall into supernatural. Yes. And, uh, yeah. How su- would that not be supernatural? Green Lantern's powers are well, extra human. Well, we already did He's like human, alien, but he has alien, alien, alien powers. That's supernatural. What is the definition of supernatural? Listen, if, if we're including Green Lantern into my test is yes... This thing has no fucking rules because <laughs> Batman's supernatural because he's a human man that is able to do non-human man type things and survive. So that's well, you supernatural. also have to remember that super, or Batman has a villain named Gentleman Ghost who's literally a ghost. 
That's supernatural. Okay, cool. So everything like... can be supernatural. My no, like, my uh... nan uh, told me that her house is haunted. So her house I'm is supernatural. supernatural. Please tell me that I'm, your nan's I'm house my... is going to be on your list. I'm on my li- I'm, I'm on the list. I'm just <laughs> number three. Listen, nan's we can do whatever house. the hell you guys want, but this list is bullshit because it could be anything, and I'm going to prove hey, it. Not arguing. I'm That's why I said it, it. it should just. You guys want to see a show about a supernatural wizard? Uh, that lived a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Are you talking about Jesus? Or he got a lot I'm of talking sa- about space Jesus. Or he got a lot of Santa's butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hell, Dan. Oh, anyway, we're going to watch the we're going to watch the Obi Wan Kenobi that trailer. was released like today at Disney Investor Day. So that looks pretty cool. I'm all about it. Yeah. So, I I love Duel of the Fates. That is my problem. I think we've done a list before, and I don't know if it was my number one, but that is my number one now. We favorite. did do a, uh, yeah, we a did. theme music. So God. pretty much the show series, is the main focus is Kenobi fighting off the Vader's Inquisitors. Uh, you got uh, the Grand Inquisitor, which is the ball-headed guy. Uh, you got the Fifth Brother Inquisitor, which is the white ball-headed guy with the black helmet on his head. <laughs> and then you have uh, Reva, the Third Sister Inquisitor. Okay. And the Inquisitors are your Jedi's turned Sith that have zero rules, no limits to hunt down other Jedi. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the Inquisitor. Wasn't there a lot of Inquisitors that weren't Jedi trained, but they were they just learned and like they weren't How nearly as powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, they are Force users. They're just entry level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, uh, I think we were introduced to these characters in uh, Star Wars Rebels yes. as well. So a continuation of that storyline. So yep. maybe getting you know Ezra Miller, you know maybe even Rex from uh, Clone Wars. And, yeah. Uh, in this uh, setup. Yeah, yeah the I Grand think Inquisitor. You're get the Easter eggs with that in there. The Grand Inquisitor the in the show has a lot wider head than than the Grand Inquisitor that that was in the uh, the Rebels show. Well, I mean, we got a very different looking Cad Bane for. Quit. Yeah. Uh, quit quit head shaming people, guys. Yeah. All right, Cad Bane in live <laughs> action looks great. Very, oh, I love I love Cad Bane. Right now. I is... love Cad Bane in live action. Heads heads lives matters too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is my last on my episode phone. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. Um, these they've been hitting it so yeah. well with the cinematography in these shows. Yeah. Uh, really bringing a new feel, but the old aesthetics really, right. really good. Do you have a question? Yeah, I actually do. But I was going to wait till you got done because I was being polite. Then why were you raising your because hand? Because I was waiting why and would I was you, waiting that I had Why I had would you think that any sort of visual thing would make me just go, oh, cool. Like, I stopped everything. What the hell was I even talking about? It's better than me What's arguing. What's your question, Brittany? I can't remember what I was talking about now. How do you think they're going to fit Mando in this one way or the other? I don't think they need to. <laughs> I don't think they need to, but... Uh, Din Jaren would be, like, a baby. I will tell you point, this. Right? Yeah, this or... is a different... Yeah, but you could see where he got taken up by the Mandalore. I, I, he is roughly Luke's age, I guess. So. Yeah. I will tell you this, that, uh, and it could be just uh, the trailer, what they spent on the trailer... But this looks like they're putting a lot more money into this series than they did Boba Fett or the Mandalorian. You're I mean, season, season two Mandalorian, they put, they were able to put a lot more oh, into yeah. it. But I think this is, you know, Ewan, Ewan McGregor's uh, still a good A-list uh, actor. Uh, yeah. You know, they, it, probably stipulations for him were this needs to be done well, and I, you know, I'm not coming back into it unless you uh, guys... I was going to say, I figure, like, that probably cut deeply into their budget just getting Ewan McGregor yeah. back. Yeah. But, I mean... And it just looks like they're working with a bigger budget, though, than what they have been with the Disney Plus show so yeah. far on Star Wars. But just like The Mandalorian is a jumping-off point for, you know, Ahsoka and... Or, and um, 
and Boba Fett and potentially, yeah. you know, even more, Obi-Wan can be a jump off into, uh, you know, Star Wars Rebel stuff. You can start getting into a bunch of different things that have already been established through different mediums and, you know, continue those storylines. So Yeah, they can only tell so much of Obi-Wan's story in yeah. Obi-Wan as well because there's only, you know, there's only right. a window there and he has to be on Tatooine for most of it. Right. Yeah. Do you think that they will show us actually how Leia knows of Obi-Wan? Because, you know, in episode four, she's immediately sending this message to Obi-Wan, but we don't know how do they know each other. I mean, you ever thought, you ever thought about parents. that? It was an established in the prequels yeah, that they knew each other. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, you're talking about Princess Leia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Leia. But that well, could have been something Organa, told her. Bail Organa him. knew Obi Wan, yep. mm-hmm. and they had to have established some sort. But of he's thing. been on Tatooine this whole time. If he doesn't leave Tatooine, I mean, how, how does she personally know? I mean, does she like, oh, this guy, my dad's such a trust. I'm gonna. I mean, how many put my boring, life in my plan? Still, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. How many boring stories have your parents told you about this dude that helped him out? Well. I, I hate to be that guy, but Bail Organa was on the ship when when Luke and Leia were born. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. the adopted father of right. Leia. I just would uh, like to see some storyline where yeah. they actually have some kind of you know cross connection, I, I even as a child. I don't think it'll happen in this one. I think the main focus is well, going to be Luke growing well, up. In the big in the big part of this storyline of why I don't think they ever would is she was hiding from the Empire just as much as Obi Wan was, right. but Obi Wan was also protecting Luke, right. who. Neither of them knew they had siblings. So meeting the protector, you know, the uh, a hidden Jedi for any reason just seems like it'd be too far fetched. Uh, just be sure. something adding into it. But yeah. I, I would like to see other encounters. Maybe you know, having a few other Jedi that are also on the run. Uh, you know, maybe some characters from Clone Wars that we can be re- reintroduced to, uh, establishing some different stuff. And Obi Wan has ties into Mandalore as well through Duchess Satine and yeah. the Clone Wars, well, so also, they can establish Obi-Wan's that storyline. Grogu also. So one of the theories with Grogu, whenever you saw it in Boba Fett, was the flashback of when Grogu was being saved by somebody from Order ninety, no sixty six. So one of the things that they could, if they wanted to tie it back into that same universe, would be to somewhat show or give a tease or an Easter egg on how Grogu got saved, and it could be from Obi-Wan. So Ben raises a good point. A Qui-Gon series that took place prior to the original trilogy would be really cool to watch, yeah. too. Yeah, it would be. I would Something love to see Qui-Gon with a special set especially, of skills. Especially because it was established in the... In the prequels, that uh, Qui Gon Jinn was not somebody that followed all of the Jedi rules. That's why he wasn't on the council. Yeah. So he, he was closer a... to being a gray Jedi. Yeah. yeah so. Cool. Uh, uh, Brittany, uh, are you done talking about the Star Wars stuff? Never. You're never done talking about Star Wars. Me neither. No. <laughs> you want to talk like about some about anime, anime shit? more? Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. go full weeb. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, this is gonna be good. Listen, I swear. All right, welcome back, guys. So are, are you done? Uh, is that that's right? Are you done? Yeah, cool. 
Uh, I just keep thinking of that uh, the movie uh, Are We There Yet? Every time I pay, yeah. say it, I'm like, uh, what a great that? movie. Watch that movie. It's like Ice Cube's in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. All right. Hey, welcome back to Are You Done? Uh, where we uh, pit two of our uh, people to, uh, in an uh, epic battle of arguing and yelling over each other and such. Uh, this week, Danny is going up against Brittany, and they are arguing Vash the Stampede from Trigun and uh, Spike Spiegel from uh, Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. Yep. I don't know what either of those things mean. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, wait, wait, who has who? I have Vash the Stampede, yes. and Brittany has Spike Spiegel. Okay, We're cool. not doing Netflix Cowboy Bebop either. This is the animated it's... version. Cool. Glad we established FYI. that early. Hey, listen. Here, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna have a clean argument. No, we're gonna we're gonna have a clean argument, or you will be punished. Uh, so no no interrupting during a person's sacred Hi. time. When you, it's the two minute sounds, you guys can go at no. it. But I want to hear clear, concise arguments, and I want to hear. I, wanna, I need I need to be persuaded. Okay. All right. Okay. So who, who's up first? I'll go first. Danny's gonna go first. You got a yeah. Brittany a, can have the last word. She's time need frame it. of a certain amount. <laughs> One minute. You say that now. <clears throat> Let's do it. So Vash's Stampede, the main character of the Trigun series, uh, the show is named after the fact that Vash has three guns on him at all times. One of them is a regular gun. The second one is hidden inside of his arm. Uh, and the third one is an angel gun that comes out of his arm as well with the strength to destroy an entire planet in one shot. It's literally the fucking Death Star, and he has it on his arm. Uh, Vash the Stampede is not a human. He is an angel brought to Earth. He has an angel form, which gives him the ability to use his big planet-destroying gun. He's also faster than any living human being, uh, bragging that he could grope you 10,000 times before your body touches the ground. And it is proven canonically in uh, Trigun that literally no one is as fast as Vash the Stampede. And those are augmented human beings with uh, extra powers and abilities. Uh, and, uh... uh you done! Cool. Notice how we're more sophisticated, are you done? Because uh, there's no stupid effing buzzer. Buzz. Everyone misses the buzzer. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about is the Is it buzzer. because the buzzer is missing, or is it because the people that are arguing are... Not superior to me. All right, you know, <laughs> Danny, that was a really good argument. You, it, that's that, it. Sounds pretty fucking crazy, you know. Fash the stampede. So uh, now, Brittany, you have a minute to argue. Spike Spiegel, you ready to go? Yeah. All right, let's do it. So Spike Spiegel, he is the cowboy. He is everything of space. The biggest thing was Spike and. He feels like he has all of this in, like, the cup of his hand, but he's missing a big element. I'm going to save. But the biggest part about Spike is the fact that he is a sharpshooter. He has extraordinary luck on his his like on his side. He has the ability to quickly adapt to any situation that is going on. He is regularly a space cowboy, so he will do anything to protect those that he loves above anything else. He has been known to heal from extremely fatal incidents and accidents. I mean, look at the end of Cowboy Bebop to be like precise. He's definitely still alive. He can do pretty much anything, especially with the help of his team itself. I love his face right now because he feels like he has everything in the cup of his hands. And it just makes me feel so happy that I know like here in like 
two seconds, I'm going to destroy him with You're one. You're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the best use of the time at the I'm end. I'm fine with it because but, I have uh, a winning argument. She sounds very confident. All right. So now we're going to run into our... Uh, what are you doing? Wait. Just yeah. waiting. Just okay. waiting. Okay. Cool. Well, let's get back to it. Uh, so now you guys are going to argue for two minutes. Uh, let, let's let's keep it clean. Let's keep it above belt. Uh, let's keep it classy, like okay? Let's do it. All right, Brittany, what stupid thing are you going to say that's going to make a difference here? I have one question. Go ahead. How many people have Vash actually killed? A lot. He killed an entire city of people on Afterwards, accident. On accident, but afterwards he refused to kill anybody, and he would even include, like, yeah. include so, save his enemy. The interesting so thing about Are You Done it is that it's not a people, fight to the death; it's a would fight. Not, yeah, something that you don't fight. ever acknowledge is that heroes don't kill, and uh, Bash doesn't Spike have to kill Spike kill. to defeat him. Spike he doesn't will have kill. to kill him he to beat to him. To he just has to be Spike fast enough to incapacitate him to win the fight. When you are talking about no reservations about killing anybody in order to protect those that he cares about and if he feels like those that he cares about is in danger your boy your homeboy he's gone he's dead your guy on the other hand will stop in order okay Brittany, listen spike is a normal human being with no extra spike. abilities or powers it doesn't matter he's got the intelligence version he of the will flash not use that it, lives it doesn't space. matter he do, if he doesn't use it, then All it right. doesn't matter on whether listen, or not he Brittany, has that listen, ability. Listen to me for listen, two seconds. Linda. He has no abilities. He's a normal human. But he will somebody kill. that can move faster than the Flash. He cannot keep up with Vash to stampede, and it's going <laughs> to take one punch landing from Vash to knock Spike out. It, Spike lost against Spike, Spike lost Spice, against a normal head, human being yes. in. Try in uh, Cowboy Bebop, and he died at the end of Triga. He, there was he no died proof at the that end he actually Bebop. died at the end of No, that. he died. He, he literally die. fucking died. He got shot, matter, and he died. It's a matter of Vash no, will not actually not use those anything. abilities. It's a matter it's of the fact that he can't ability. keep up with somebody he that moves at super even speed. Even the people that are trying he's to a normal kill human everybody, being. including the entire world. So Vash would just knock him the fuck out. That's the whole fight. Wants to actually he would kill move somebody, faster than Spike could ever hope to move. He'd knock him out. He'd be incapacitated. End of the fight. He doesn't have to kill him to win. That's yes. not a requ- that's not a if requisite. Spike's ultimate goal is to kill you. You're gonna be not if you move dead. faster than his bullets. All right, you're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. All right, separate, separate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I said above belt, guys. Jeez, that was. I didn't say anything negative towards Danny specifically. I don't know. All right, so that was very heated. Definitely don't know who would have won that argument. Uh. Let's go yeah. to our 30-second no uh, ending. What I need to hear from you guys is why this person's OP, why are they going to win in the fight, what they would do to the other person to win, all right? Let's go. Danny? So Vash the Stampede is literally the fastest gun in the galaxy, and that's not just because he draws his gun quickly, but because he moves at speeds faster than the human eye can track. Guess what Spike has? Human eyes. Normal human <laughs> eyes, speed, and reflexes. He's not going to be able to keep up with Vash. Vash is going to close the distance and knock him out before he can even pull the trigger. There's really no fight here. If it got so bad that he had to pull a gun and shoot, his gun is big enough that he would decimate not only Spike, but the entire Bebop. All right. That that, that was convincing, Brittany. So you got you to gotta do, do a little bit of legwork, but you up for it? Yeah. All right. 30 seconds. Let's go. So the biggest thing with Vash is that he was trained by his sensei, whatever you want to call her. She taught him to save every life that 
is anywhere, anywhere. She sacrificed her own life in order to save him. Spike, on the other hand, was trained by a trained hunter and killer with the syndicate. That is part of the reason he had to fake his own death to get out of it. His biggest thing is that he has the intelligence, he has the training, he has the knowledge, and he will kill anybody and anything to protect what is his and what he loves. Vash will not kill. Dirt. It doesn't matter. All right. No. <clears throat> No, 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 no. Hey, listen, listen, listen. That is is true. That is true. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Are you guys done? I am. For now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're done. Bash of Stampede is the $60 billion double dollar man. He's hunted by every Listen, bounty penalty, 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 sir. Spiegel you is will nothing stop. more than a regular bounty hunter. So, la, la, la. so can I everyone get one final disre- statement? No, no, no. Everyone disregard whatever Danny just said. That's not part of the argument. How about right? those sponsors? Listen, I, <laughs> somebody's awfully defensive for somebody listen, who has this listen, in the bag. Listen, I apologize for that outburst. That's not how we run our fights here, okay? <laughs> Danny will be punished, <laughs> reprimanded, and that will not happen again. So, uh, Hey, Jared, your hypocrisy is showing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do so, that a lot, don't I? Yeah, you do. So, Wait, listen, uh, only whenever the arguments can... Oh, now I understand. Okay. Uh-huh. I get it. Now you no, understand yeah. why we keep hitting the fucking buzzer when you're talking. So anyway... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I get it now, Dan. We do need to decide... <laughs> We need to decide who we're arguing next week, Jared. I um, need to decide who. No, we do. I, I, is it real, real quick, Ben's true. If there was a buzzer, that would have never happened. <laughs> um, no, Jared or Danny I at bought, this point would have just broken it like Jared very, did last week. I bought a very special new buzzer that we can make our own sounds on so that Jared doesn't have to listen to the air horn go off. It was a, it's a very good compromise. It is. I'm trying to, you know, trying to accommodate everyone. I am very accommodating unless I don't want to be accommodated. Jared was in charge of the segment this week, and he didn't want to use our new buzzer. So Yeah, and I promised everyone who voted for me to be this show producer, we'll never hear that buzzer again. <laughs> so <laughs> I make that promise to you. I will not Did anybody anyway. vote for that? So anyway, next week, I, I think that we should do... Uh, Ooh, Witcher versus who would the Witcher go up against though? Oh, that's a great one. Witcher versus Blade? No. Oh. I kinda like that. That that's not as lopsided of a That would fight be more of like think. a Black Knight versus Blade. Because they both kind of have the same curse. Yeah, yeah. but they don't have to be like that it. similar. I it makes like it more idea. of a fun argument that way. What though? about the Witcher versus Black Knight? No. Who wants to argue Black Sam Knight? Sam versus Dean. No. Who wants to argue Blade? <laughs> Witcher versus Blade. Let's do it. Yeah. Vampire versus a, a demon hunter. Jared I don't. I I legitimately think that that's a f- more fair fight than what you would think. I think it'll be fun because the you know witchers and witchers are definitely. Here's the question: though. Does Witcher get to use any of the potions? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's his so part. Let's, let's, make sure part a, let's make sure we have a balanced fight. That's the biggest thing. Is that Wait, we have who's to arguing this balanced. fight? Danny and it's I. Me. Listen, we'll All establish right. this right yeah. now. Who do you want? I will take. Blade. Okay, I will take the Witcher. Yeah. I think if Blade's able to use all of his weapons, he, he still has plenty that even if they're not vampire-centric, they still work out really well. Yeah. And the, I think the Witcher should be allowed to, to use all of his full scale of potions. They both wield silver swords. Yeah. I think that alone makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Let's do it. All right. Your face. I'm Team Daniel. That's some shady one. lady math. 
Why? Just because they both have swords doesn't silver mean that they're swords. the same. Like, they both wield silver swords. They're both demon hunters. Yeah. I think it's a great... You uh, and I both have arms. It doesn't hey, make us the same. How about this? Let's add a third well, argument. And I'll who bring do you think would win this argument? Different. Huh? Who do you I, think would win this argument? I'd have to sit down and think about it. We're, we're, we're going to bring in a third person for you, and I'm going to argue Hansel and Gretel, which hunter side. <laughs> Get out. No. Three-way that argument. That will never happen. Yeah, no. uh, Three-way. I will, I will burn this podcast to the ground before I allow you to do that. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just joking. I, I don't know. No, I no, seriously no. Have, listen, I would have to think about listen, it for a this second. Is, but... this, is my, this is my segment, <laughs> and I'm going to say that this is going to fly. So we're going to have the argument of blade sword comparison is on. I like it. I blade, like it. blade, uh, I blade, great matchup. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. I'm down to argue awesome. this. We'll I feel bad because uh, I, like I thing don't want to swamp thing too. I don't want to argue anything against Geralt of Rivia, but I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring a good argument. Geralt is on. Listen, I think yeah, Geralt. Uh, everybody would bone him. I don't care if you're talking about the game version, the book version, or the Netflix version. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd let him bone me. <laughs> that I believe also. Yeah, Jared's a power bottom. Uh, it's just a bottom. Power bottom and proud. So April 2nd, we do have AnimeCon yes. coming up. We're going to be doing Yay. a live show at AnimeCon that will be only to our Patreon subscribers and people only available to our Patreon subscribers and people who come to the con. So if you're in Cape Girardeau area and you want to come to a really fun anime con see us all hang out with us come uh, meet me see what we do here live uh we are also going to have special guest Lindsay seidel is going to be joining us on the stage oh, yeah, for she's top from five My Hero. she is from tokyo ghoul yep. she's from so many things i love her yeah so, much. so she's going to be on the stage with us for our uh our live show at anime con which you'll be able to see uh you know if you're in attendance or on our patreon and who's so, the guy that's going to be there as voice actor he is from a like, oh, uh, and also on Sunday, I'm going to be doing a watch-along of an episode of uh, Trigun with Johnny Young Bosch. Yes, him. You should yeah. ask him yeah. who would win between Bash the Stampede. <laughs> I feel like that's slightly a biased question. And, uh, Mike <laughs> McFarland will also be there uh, as well. He's the voice of uh, Master Roshi and uh, some characters from uh, Full Metal uh, Alchemist. Full Metal you Alchemist have, and, um, uh, Black Clover. What's the other one I'm... Uh, Titan. Uh, what the fuck? Attack on Titan. You also have um, Fairy hey, Tail. He is part of that. He's also part of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. He's also part of Ruby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> rest of the crew's leaving. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so come check that out. <laughs> Wrap it up uh, on the anime shit, guys. All right, come on. Yeah, anyway. Stay tuned for special hosting, announcements. We're all also hosting an all-ages rave for anyone okay. uh, who wants to attend on Saturday. Um, if you have a Saturday pass for Anime Con, you will be able to come in for free. Otherwise, it's five bucks at the door. Um, it's going to be a good time. Eight to ten. Yep, from eight to ten, the Saturday of Anime Con. Uh, and party hard with me. Yeah. Uh, wanted, I don't care we've about got uh, Mike Casey, who is our uh, he's in charge of our gaming now. He games on Thursdays and Sunday. Uh, he just did Mega Man, which was great. He just did Mega Man. He's got a power hour coming up on Thursday, tomorrow. He's going to be playing. He told me about this earlier. Uh, Pokemon Snap. <gasps> Yay! Playing, uh, tomorrow, you can catch him on all of our lives. Uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and on Twitch. Um, as well as uh, we'll be in the chat through the whole playthrough. So. Now, Mike, the question is, are you going to get the new Pokemon, and which one are you going to get? Are you going to play that live? Violet! Um, 
He's a retro gamer. So uh, <laughs> depends on which snap he's playing. But anyway, the uh, Patreon shoutouts. Want to thank Mike Casey. Um, he's the only one on the uh, Danny Superfans level. Um, Boo. As well as Keaton New uh, is on the Blake's bungalow nah. uh, level. We appreciate level. you guys. Uh, they are at the sh- so if you are at the ten dollar level or above, you are at our shoutout level. Um, but everything that we have mentioned, including the release of Shepherd and the Horn Girl, now available on Amazon, is in our show notes. Also, uh, Fireball. Fireball is, Teen Superhero? Yep, that is now available on Amazon. Was it really? Yep. Yep. Yeah. You can download it on Kindle for 99 cents. Uh, if you have questions that you'd like to send to us directly, you can email us at comicallyinclined1 at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, comicallyinclined.com. We have a contact us page there where you can send us your questions. We're official. Uh, and then podcasts so like ours survive on a rating system. Uh, yes. That's how we get attention, money, support. Um, so if you would be so kind, go to our Facebook, leave us a review, or go to Snapchat, Spotify, Snapchat. Go to Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts and leave us a review. We appreciate it. Um, And for all of us here at Comically Inclined, we'll see you guys next time.